2: Hello to all the marble heads out there on this our seventy-first episode of In the Marbles. I'm Matt Beamer, joined along as always by Preston Lude. Whether you're on your regular podcast platform or on the Unhinged Sports Network, we're glad that you could join us today. We're, we're getting closer to racing. It's gonna. We're, we're almost there, folks, and it's gonna be a great time once we get there. But before we get there, we got a great show in store for you today. We're gonna do our not so top five of drivers who were in nascar or racing in general but it's going to be a lot of fun but as always like i said joined here by preston Lude. preston how's it going man
0: great things are great
2: good man uh heard you've rejoined the or reapplied to the fire department i should say
0: not quite rejoined yet but reapplied reapplied
2: so what's that process like man i mean like how how do you feel about that
0: i what do you are you asking if i'm like nervous about it yeah no, I don't feel nervous.
2: I mean you don't at all because a lot of people there miss you and a lot of people there want to see you back in the fire service, or you know I've been always talking about you.
0: I'm ready to come back I'm like mi- four you- four or five months is too long.
2: You missed a schedule, don't you?
0: Well, not only that, but just the uh I don't know there's um the way it is the interesting calls about it. let's just say that,
2: yeah, the interesting calls you are always gonna get those man, but uh, a lot of mine came in the middle of the night, yeah, they always come in the middle of the night,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it depend on where I was at, usually.
2: It's it's true. If
0: it re- I was up on the front end of the island, yeah, everything was coming at night. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, uh, yeah, I miss it.
2: But how else is everything going?
0: Great. Things are good. I still race uh, F1. Yeah? Just, I have, so, I have this tendency to not get through seasons altogether sometimes. Like, I don't I think do that there's either. Only- <laughs> so, <laughs> out of, like, the three careers I have so far on that game, I've only gotten through one season. And that season I got through, I'm halfway through the next season after yeah. that. I started a new career, as I told you, a while back. I only got through, like, two races, and now I'm just, like, scrapping it again. I'm going, starting straight in F2. I'm doing full 100% races. Yeah. So it's going to be 100% races when I get to F1. All right. Nice, dude. Got my first win this morning at, I like to say Baku because Azerbaijan is way too long of a name, and some people butcher it, like you probably.
2: I butcher it. I know I I do.
0: I know you would. So, uh, yeah, F2 features, features, features two races a feature race and then a sprint okay so i've won the first race the feature and now i have to race the sprint which is going to be in the rain and the top eight positions get inverted okay so i'm gonna be starting eighth so we'll see what happens I'll let, I'll let you know how that goes next week
2: all right sounds good man how are you doing man i i can't complain work is work and um i, I just do my Thing to get along and fo- I, I must apologize i finally got episode 68 i'm three episodes beyond on youtube
0: oh i was watching that today again. and man I, I it's
2: tough with life sometimes you get caught up in that and stuff like that but we try to do our best here to get the shows out for a while but i must give a shout out first here to a, our new patreon matt camp and uh he found us through the pocono raceway podcast and it's working uh, it's working oh, man god and finally you know very <laughs> and he's already become a big fan of the show he's joined our Patreon page and hence the reason why we are also doing the second part of our show today we're live streaming for the first time for a select group of people kind of giving it a test here hopefully it will be part of the staple of in the marbles here in the future glad to do it glad to that we can do it and for the first time ever and it will give the fans of the show an opportunity to join watch us maybe not all the way through because they're going to just listen to it tomorrow whether on the regular podcast
0: platform who wants to watch us anyways
2: but i'd say a lot of people do you know we're we're getting up there we're we're trying to (laughs) we're starting to make waves in the racing community but it's a good way to interact with us throughout the show maybe we forgot something maybe we said something boneheaded it's like oh yeah this guy said something like maybe not use that my bad button so much i
0: wonder who says who i wonder who messes up the most out of both of us me yeah, I would say that 100% too. me. I wasn't going to say it right away, but, but uh, as long
2: as you uh, said it. So. Yeah, Matt Camp found us on uh, the Pokemon Raceway podcast and joined our Patreon, Join our In the Marbles 2.0. Oh, sweet and more I people. Wa- and I want to say for another incentive for that In the Marbles 2.0, for those of you who want to join, In the Marbles.net under In the Marbles 2.0, if you go there, you can uh, sign up. And if you win the championship, you'll just get access to the live stream without a Patreon
0: i'm looking at the screen right now yeah since we're live and brian stone says he's only here for you so thanks brian like me yeah he's like i uh, he's he said i'm only here for beamer thanks, thanks brian <laughs> appreciate another
2: perk of the show but this is going to be a lot of fun this is our first live stream of the episode this is going to be a lot of fun uh fans can interact. We can interact with fans throughout the segments and stuff in between segments but we appreciate if you're here whether you're on the on his sports network or on your regular podcast platform and uh Got a bit of news to talk about. One story, one big story in particular that I want to bring up. It's a doozy, so we're going to go ahead and head into the news. And the news here at In the Marbles presented by Fubo. Fubo, cut the cord with expensive cable and satellite TV providers and go with Fubo. You can start your seven-day free trial by going to InTheMarbles.net under the Partners tab. All the way at the bottom is the link to Fubo, and you can start your seven-day free trial there. And you might just be hooked. Go ahead and give it a shot and get ready for the... uh, 2021 nascar season formula one season and everything else you might want to do and watch and it's free seven day free trial so you can't really mess up on that but man speaking of that seven day free trial and you might want to get it fubo because nbc sports announced that it is to shut down by the end of 2021 which means no more nbc sn nascar no more indycar imsa This is a huge story for auto racing, and I want to get your initial impressions on it before I go.
0: (laughs) Oh, you make it sound like you got a lot to talk about on this one.
2: (laughs) I got my notes, man, of course.
0: Those look pretty heavy over there. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. This is another blow to not only NASCAR but motorsports. I mean, I thought it was a blow when we moved away from the Speed Channel. Remember the Speed Channel? I
2: remember Speed TV, (sighs) yes.
0: Speed TV was the best. I loved it. Now I'm curious as to where... I think they're going to move some things over to, like, the USA Network.
2: They are planning to move things over. I don't think this will take effect till after the 2021 season. So I think everything will go through as planned, but everything's going to move to USA, which is great for USA. Oh, but yeah. I mean, but, and then IndyCar's going to Peacock, which which my fear is, with Peacock, is that it's going to be a pay-to-stream thing
0: yeah that's what it pretty much is now so if you
2: want to watch it without ads and i I don't mind ads i'll watch it free with ads but my fear is people have to pay a subscription for peacock to watch indycar racing
0: i think that's how it's going to be
2: and it shouldn't be like that and if indycar goes with down that road with peacock they're in trouble yeah they're in big trouble because we talked with Connor Daly, and he said they don't get enough exposure as it is, and definitely
0: won't get any exposure. And on if an you app. want
2: to pay to watch IndyCar, only the hardcore IndyCar fans are going to watch that. Right? I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah. unless I'm going through Fubo. <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's one of those things where this could be either the best thing for NASCAR, NASCAR and auto racing, or like very bad for auto racing because a lot of shows happen on NBC Sports, like nascar america kyle petty it's steve Letard are on there i won't i won't and get it, my
0: opinions on it, that show and
2: in the dell jr downloader on it is on it as well oh it is yeah it's on there they they do kind of what we do i didn't know that tape the podcast and then put it I out there on nbc
0: i'll say this i don't really care too much for like the nascar in america or like the um do they do nascar race day on nbc sn too? no NBC,
2: nascar race day is fox
0: okay well i know there's There's got to be like some other pre-race show for NASCAR on NBC, but
2: I mean, it might help out people like us who have a YouTube channel, who have a podcast, and people get their sources elsewhere. Because in a way, in a small little way, we compete with those guys. Okay, I mean, we don't do it daily. I wish we did it daily, but holy cow! During the off season, there's a reason why they call it the off season. Nothing goes on. Yeah, no. But it, one, one of the things I've read here by Joe Flint from Twitter said, NBC SN, NASCAR and other sports will migrate to the USA Network. You brought that up. And another tweet from an individual named John said, NBC told distributors, some sports leagues and some sports leagues, that it plans to shut down NBC Sports by the end of the year. And NBC Sports has been, and NBC in general, has been with NASCAR since 2015, and they've done a tremendous job Mm -hmm. with the sport. I've really enjoyed NBC Sports and NBC Vice Fox in the last years, mainly because of, I don't know what happened to Fox in the past few years, but it's just gone downhill for me. But the fact that they are willing to, and they've done a great job, and Dale Jr. coming on board has been a great topping point with Jeff Burden and all those commentators have been doing a great job there. And this is sad to see, but at the same time, if USA Network capitalizes on this, they're going to get so many viewerships over well, the next few years because of this. Well, that's that the is, question. That is if they don't go just straight to the big NBC channel and just play the races there.
0: That is That is that that is the big question with the USA Network. They have all these different shows. Uh, I don't know what kind of shows you want to call them, you know, regular crime shows or whatever kind of shows they have. Right. And then you have sports. So if things are getting moved over to the usa network are we is usa never going to give up some of those shows so they can fit more sports in? because nbc sports is not only just nascar and racing in general with indycar and himsa and all that but you're talking about hockey you're talking about the premier league which is huge oh, soccer yeah. on the nbc sports network and i'm pretty sure they fill in other uh sports thing uh i don't know what other sports they should but that right there i mean that's not just nascar In racing in general, but you have other sports. I mean, that's a lot to send over to the USA And I
2: wonder why they're doing that. I mean, there's got to be a reason behind it because there's no way you're going to get rid of that many eyeballs for something. I don't know whether it's due to the COVID. I don't know whether it's due to something that's happened within NBC that caused them to say, we need to cut something, let's cut the sports channel, which I don't understand why. Because the universal likes with everybody seems to be music and sports. I mean, like maybe not all the racing, but maybe something else. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know why they would cut it.
0: I don't know. NBC Sports has done a good job, in my opinion, in recent years. But like I said, I still refer back to the Speed Channel because the Speed Channel, to me, was one of the best, especially with like race day. Right. That was always like I don't know. That was kind of like looking back on it. Even though I'm only like 28 years old, that's kind of like my golden years for right. NASCAR. For in my in my opinion waking up on a weekend and you got practice all weekend long on the speed channel you got nascar race day on race days like kind of like we do now right first, but you know race day unhinged but yeah so i guess we just i'm mean, gonna use the phrase again as we always use we're just gonna have to wait and see and i think
2: usa <laughs> if they were smart they'd go ahead and start planning and say we'll take on nascar for the second average season or maybe fox will just say we'll just take nascar period
0: Ooh, and could there be a bidding war Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there's got to
2: be a bidding war.
0: What if, so what if NASCAR's Fox do- wants Na- to take NAS- over more? NASCAR
2: is slowly gaining more popularity. They dipped there for a while, and we all seen the dip. Oh, yeah. They dipped there for a while, but I think they're on the up, up track right now. And if Fox says, we'll just take it for the season, that's a win for Fox. Extra work for Mike Joy, Jeff Gordon, and now Clint Boyer. And Fox has cut some big names from their pit road commentary, such as matt yokum who i've listened to since the start
0: yeah matt yokum was a good one
2: so we'll have to see
0: maybe this is like the perfect storm Ooh, a bidding war for rights over television a new car after this season new tracks on the schedule yeah it's just like a big whirlwind as i hit the microphone
2: as you it's okay
0: It's like a a tornado came through and an earthquake at the same time. Wait and see. I think it it could be a perfect storm. Like you said, NASCAR is on the rise again, and with uh, new owners in the sport as well. I don't know. We'll have. We'll definitely have
2: to wait (laughs) and see. I I think. I don't. It's going to either be hit or miss. I hope it's hit. But that's all the
0: news I got, man. Do you have any? news uh no just uh the rolex 24 is this weekend coming up we know that much I'll, I'll be watching bits and pieces of it i'll try to watch as much as i can i have no idea who half the participants are but that's always like my there's uh, always the
2: kind of pre-game before yeah, yeah, the, yeah, before yeah. the that's, season. that's starts. what i was kind of
0: looking for like a pre-game it's like, like
2: the pre season yeah
0: we're getting our introduction back into racing and we get 24 hours of that's it. that's right man racing through the night
2: well before we get going into our drivers who did not make an impact in nascar kind of a top not five in nascar we're going to take a quick break listen to a few ads from the unhint sports network and the teespring rig this is in the marbles and we'll be right back after this
0: all right, Matt, before we move on to our next segment, I just want to remind everybody out there of our uh, online store, In the Marbles store. If you go to In inthemarbles.net under the merch tab, you can find it. Or if you just head to teespring.com forward slash stores, forward slash In the Marbles, you can pick up all kinds of merch. We got T-shirts, hoodies, no, very nice. mugs, all for the new year to get ready for the new season. That's right, man. So we want you fans out there to buy in the Marble stuff, rock it, support the show. And uh, from now until the end of January, we're running a special discount code. You want to know what that discount code is? What is the
2: discount code?
0: Unhinged. Oh, very nice. For 10% off, we're going to celebrate the Unhinged Sports Network and uh, the growing success that it has also, so be sure to head over to the Unhinged Sports Network and give that a like as well. But from now until the end of January, 10% off, discount code Unhinged, and that's at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles or if you just head on over to our website in the marbles.net go onto the merch tab and you can find it there right away very nice
2: all right back here with in the marbles now we're going to get into our top five drivers who did not in our opinion, make an impact in NASCAR. And this is going to be a fun list. This is one of those things we're just filling until the time. And I know a few episodes ago, I said we do an IndyCar season preview. But Preston, I don't know enough about IndyCar right now I to know. make in- educated guesses and stuff and just be educated guesses and all that. We did the big two Formula One and NASCAR for us. but I know
0: nothing on IndyCar. Yeah. I watched one race last year, uh, and I, I, that was while I was at the station working on I, a I would
2: sound like a fool if I went ahead and said, oh, yeah, this is our season predictions. This is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, no, 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 not right now.
0: I'm worried about this next segment because I think you have a lot of stats over there and I don't. Oh, yeah, I
2: got a lot of stats. Of course, I did my homework, man.
0: See, I I just had to wing it again because I'm always busy. I just never All have time right. to think. All straight. Right.
2: Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how this is going to work. So throughout my almost 20 years of watching NASCAR right now, there have been a lot of drivers come and go. Mm-hmm. And these drivers just either were in bad equipment, didn't do was so hot. They they weren't right up there with the best NASCAR. We're talking to Dale Earnhardt's, to Jeff Gordon, to Jimmy Johnsons. They weren't up there, or they just ran into a stream of bad luck.
0: Okay, I can. Um, mine's kind of like that. My whole uh, how could you say it? My span of fandom of NASCAR, which is middle to late nineties, I would say when i kind of started watching right but my drivers i went out and looked up this afternoon and i picked some drivers out that are like people will probably know will know kind of with popularity like you can't i can't just go out there and find drivers that like nobody's ever heard of
2: oh no i went out there and found drivers that either you know or you don't
0: so mine is kind of like that and mine's just like drivers that i thought not so much, didn't cut it, just they kind of ran into bad luck. And I swear if anybody says that I missed Paul Menard on my list, I'm going to be unhappy about that. Because <laughs> I know I was talking to you about it before.
2: See, Paul Menard <laughs> at least won one race.
0: Well, these guys, a couple of these guys did win some races. They won oh, more than just one race. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. These drivers. <laughs> oh, you went, found drivers that didn't have well, a win. My drivers, and you'll see throughout the course of it, my drivers consist of stuff that they did not win. They did not do well. Nothing happened. It was just one of those things where, oh man! Hmm. And you <laughs> wait till you see. So I'll start
0: now. I wonder if I'm even going to know any of these drivers.
2: I think I think you will know these drivers. I think you'll know these drivers just based on their names and a little little bit of you know history of knowing the sport here. What's so funny?
0: <laughs> high low sports said Travis Quapple.
2: <laughs> oh no, he wasn't on my list there. High low. <laughs> This wow
0: they went really he deep on that one he
2: wasn't but i know i know travis quaffle but he was he didn't make my list my first driver from georgia raced for petty enterprises when i started watching nascar in 2001 buckshot jones you remember that name i've heard of the name just Buck, never saw him race. buckshot jones this poor guy
0: he was racing for Petty Enterprises? He raced
2: for Petty Enterprises in 2001, and I believe the 44 car. Wait, the Cup Series? In the Cup Series. He's been racing in the Cup Series. His first start was in 1997 in the NAP 500 in Atlanta.
0: I watched the 2001 Daytona 500. I don't remember he was Buckshot in, Jones. He was in the
2: 2001 Daytona 500, Preston. Wow. Oh, but oh, wait Yikes. for this. So over the course of seven years that he raced in the Cup Series, he attempted 77 races. He did not qualify for 21 of them, which equates to a 27% did not qualify rate. Yikes. In the 56 races he did race, he had an average finish of 31.4. His best finish of eighth came in Dover in 1998, and his last race was in the 2003 EA Sports 500. Pop quiz to you and everybody listening: Who won the 2003 EA Sports 500?
0: Oh, I thought you were going to ask where it was. 2000. No, well, okay, okay.
2: Now, and now you do you know where it was? It sounds like Talladega. Okay, it was Talladega. <laughs> My goodness. 2003. 2003 EA Sports 500.
0: What team was it? Nope. Give me. No. 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 Nope. You got to give me a team at least. I'm not going to give you a team. Uh, Think of who was dominant. Okay. Dominant. Yeah. Oh, Dale Jr.
2: You're, you're like you're, you're as bad as Caroline saying Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. No, it's not always 2003, Jeff Gordon. Two thousand three, though. That sounds about right. Two thousand three, EA Sports five hundred. Does anybody know out there, or does Preston know? Uh, Obviously, Preston's stalling here. Nobody's
0: nobody's commenting yet. Oh, high low sports says Dale Jarrett.
2: No, it wasn't Dale Jarrett.
0: <laughs> everybody. Two thousand three. Now man. everybody streaming. Is this is spring race. Go,
2: this is the fall race. Oh,
0: that's right. Because the four ninety nine was in the spring, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm going to have... I, I don't know. I'm not a going time tell on this one. I don't... Wait. See, when you say, come on, man, I feel like I should know it. You should. Is it a popular driver? Can I ask for some kind of hint? Napa. <laughs> Michael Waltrip?
2: Michael Waltrip. <laughs> Michael Waltrip? <laughs> and the, and, I can't
0: believe I am And he tried
2: that. out the hood flap thing after the race. Oh, he did? Oh. And that was, it was only his... That was the only time in his career he won two races. He won the 2003 Daytona 500, and towards the end of the season, he won the EA Sports 500. That was the race where Elliot Sadler. Oh, down fled. the backstretch. stretch yep, down he, the backstretch.
0: I remember now. And he went, wee.
2: Yep. And the just, car
0: went that way, and he landed on the roof, I think it was.
2: Yep, he landed on the roof, Thompson and around yeah. turn two and three. So I'm going to go switch it over to you. Who's your number one driver that we have here?
0: Juan Pablo
2: Montoya. Now, why, man? Because he's <laughs> won races. He won, I think, Sonoma and Watkins
0: Glen. Uh, hang he, on. He We're wasn't going to get there. He wasn't a bad driver. He had two wins in his Cup Series career. Yeah. But I don't. I just feel like he was somebody that just didn't really cut it. I mean, I just... He's kind of like with like Marcos Ambrose. Just somebody that I didn't... like. It's road, cool that he's there. Yeah. He was a road course racer. But he, racing full time, he just couldn't really cut it. You know what I right. mean? Right. He's more of a road course racer. Hence why he raced in like Formula One.
2: Well, here's the thing about Montoya. And I'm not
0: gonna go and say I'm basing it off of that accident at Daytona where he ran into the jet drive because that was an accident. Something broke, but I remember a lot of people saying, Oh, he can't drive. No, that's not that's not it. Okay.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I know people are gonna bring that up for sure. Right. But he that that was legit an accident. And I tried to explain that. For days after to people. And people like, oh, he just can't drive. I'm just like, you know what? Why why am I even explaining things to you at this point? That was a long day. So here's
2: my rebuttal against that. Okay. Juan Pablo Montoya is an all round good driver. He's kind of like the Tony Stewart. Not as popular as Tony Stewart. Not as accomplished as Tony Stewart. But he does have an Indy 500, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying in NASCAR in general. He's
2: won in Formula One. He's won in all three series that he's raced in. The big three. Formula One, NASCAR, and IndyCar, mm-hmm. and I, I don't, you see, in my list,
0: I'm they, just saying in NASCAR they, in general, though, yeah, at least for him, well, even
2: in, he's won races, Yeah, he's accomplished something, and he's left a legacy, whether it's the jet dryer or not, he's accomplished, he's left a legacy, and I must say, in 2007, my dad, uncle, and myself went to a race in Charlotte, and, um, it, it was grateful for my dad, he had a bunch of Juan Pablo Montoya stuff on there, and, um. Well, they hated Jeff Gordon more than they hated Juan Pablo.
0: My dad was a Juan Pablo Montoya fan. Juan Pablo was a good driver, man. I never, I'm not hating on that guy. I just, the only driver, I just felt he didn't really
2: do that great in NASCAR. The only driver that I've seen when, or race in Formula 1, Indy, and in NASCAR, I've seen him race in all three series. You can't take it away from him. He's a good driver. He's a good guy. Somehow I, this is
0: going to get to him, and I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from some, him probably. Somehow
2: I feel like this is just going to be a big debate episode. Why that driver shouldn't be on your list and why my driver shouldn't be on my list. I
0: just tried to pick out some people that people would know also, and I just felt that I'm not hating. I just don't think he really cut it very well in NASCAR. No, or- Buckshot
2: Jones didn't cut it in NASCAR. Juan Paul <laughs> well, <I'm holding> Montoya <laughs> won a couple of races. I'm just going to say That's what that.
0: I'm here for. I'm here for... I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is. Not debates, but. Uh...
2: Controversy.
0: Thank you. I'm here for controversy.
2: Fair enough, Preston. <laughs> okay, well, my number two driver. I don't know if you'll remember this name. I I don't know if anybody watching our live stream will remember this name. Andy Houston.
0: Andy Houston. That kind of sounds familiar, too. Okay. But I heard, I've heard a lot of names. From
2: Hickory, North Carolina. Two years. <laughs> 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 two years in the Cup Series. Uh-oh first race was in was in the 2000 pepsi 400 at michigan and his last race came in the, the 2001 protection 1 400 at kansas attempted 30 races failed to qualify and eight of them again at 27 percent did not qualify rate and he raced in 2001 this is where i mainly remember him and for ppi motorsports with mcdonald's as the main sponsor bill elliott went from that team the 94 car, I think it was just a private charter to Ray everingham to drive the 9 Dodge. Mm-hmm. McDonald's went with Andy Houston of Rookie. Old and, move, Cotton. Well, guess what? McDonald's in late 2001 pulled their sponsorship because he failed to qualify for races and he didn't even show up for half of them. <laughs> Needless to say, Andy Houston did not race again since late 2001 and now is a spotter as of 2000, as of last season, for Cole Custer in the Cup Series. Wow. And that's my number two one. Andy Houston, one of those guys, when I first started racing, I was like, I could pull for this guy. Well, it didn't last long because I couldn't pull for him much longer. You're doing way better than I am right now. Oh, I remember these drivers from It's not. A, it's ago. not even
0: that. It's just you've, you, you've pulled drivers that are just I wouldn't awful. Say all, okay, awful. I would say awful, but. Poor
2: drivers. These guys go up there with the dream of winning NASCAR races, mean, lifting championships, getting kissed thanks. by the trophy girls. And what do they do? They either wreck or don't qualify. Wait till you hear number three. This poor guy. Holy cow.
0: Oh, oh, do I need to go next? I'm sorry. Yeah, you need to oh, go I'm next. Oh, my bad. I thought you were reading number three already.
2: Oh, no. I I, I can't wait I'm to just, hear. I'm just just,
0: disappointed at what he, I'm doing
2: here. Juan Pablo Montoya, to me, was a okay driver in NASCAR.
0: Okay, well, like I said, I kind of, you you really, like, went way oh, yeah. over. Well, I wouldn't say overboard. You did really good. I didn't. Not so much. My next driver raced in the Cup Series for 15 years. Oh no! Yeah, 489 races. Casey Mears, somebody that I was. I'm going to say this. I, I felt disappointed with the way his career played out. Yeah, he, but he raced the 2007 good- Coke 600 win. Fantastic. Again, a driver- I'm looking at st- his best points finish ever in 15 seasons, 14th, and that was in 2006. Just. See,
2: the drivers you picked at least broke the top 20. My drivers barely broke the top 40. <laughs> that's all I'm saying right now. He
0: had one win. 51 top 10s in the Cup Series.
2: 51 top 10s? That's not a bad... It's
0: not bad, but just I just felt... I mean, this. I don't know what the title does. I mean, we were saying that drivers that just didn't really cut it. I would say didn't cut it, didn't do so hot. People I remember. Right. So... Casey Mears. I would love to hear your rebuttal, though. Go ahead, well, go he, ahead and send it.
2: <laughs> you, here's the thing about Casey Mears. First of all, he was one of the first drivers I ever got a ha- autograph from when he was racing for Chip Ganassi in 2003 in Atlanta. Him and Jamie McMurray, I got an autograph from first. So, okay, cool. But I must say this about Casey Mears. He's not on my list because I went for its drivers who just, who uh-huh. just straight up flopped in NASCAR. Okay. And Casey Mears, to me son of Indy car driver a big name Mears is a big name in indycar like petty is to nascar Mears is to indycar
0: you're making me feel really bad right well
2: now, you're the one who made your list i'm not i didn't pick your list i made my own list but it's i tell okay. you what casey Mears to me was not a flop in nascar he just didn't get the brakes he didn't and you can make the rebuttal against my guys who I, I don't seen, know
0: I don't know a whole lot about your guys so far, they honestly. Get,
2: they didn't get the brakes they wanted, but Casey Mears, to me, was fun to watch. Good driver. I mean, what did you say, 51 top tens? Yeah. He, he knew how to race over so how many years did he race? 15. In? 15 years in the Cup Series.
0: Okay, so that's maybe. I feel like if we were to put it out there, who agrees with whose list, I feel like everybody would agree with your list. Yeah, everybody would be course. like, who's that joke of a clown pressing over there?
2: No, no. <laughs> Well, if anything, you do it to yourself, buddy.
0: Uh, well, hey, I'm here for the entertainment also.
2: That's right. You got to entertain the paid pool so they can stick around. But at the same time, <laughs> dear goodness, we go we go live our one time and everybody's all, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Everybody probably loves me, to be honest, at least on the live. Hey, man, you got to have fun. You got to have fun. This is why we do the podcast. You got to have fun and talk about your passion. But Casey Mears, I, I, I'm i going to say that's a big no for me. Okay. But so I'm over two. But but it's your list. It's your list. No, that's
0: okay. That's okay. That's what we're here for. That's what that's that's the great dynamics that we have.
2: It's true. That is the great dynamic that we have. A duo,
0: but we can split it down the line. It's true.
1: Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Axonix therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real, lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar,
0: I don't know why I'm doing that. but I don't know either.
2: Again, we're, it wasn't live, even a we're, line. we're, we're live streaming, so everything's changed in your mentality. right? Now. I've never seen you like this in 70 episodes. I've never seen you like this.
0: I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing.
2: Well, we might have to just limit the amount of people watching us. <laughs> <laughs> we sound great in post, but, man, doing it live, holy cow. Okay. So my number three driver, born in Roxboro, North Carolina. Seven years in the Cup Series, 100 attempts for a race, did not qualify 74% of the time.
0: Oh, my goodness. 74%
2: of the time, did not qualify.
0: Where did you find these guys at?
2: Did you just go in and say... I remember these guys.
0: (laughs) You remember these guys? I remember these
2: guys. It's like, man, I want this guy to do well. Oh, man, he did not qualify. (laughs) His average finish of 38.6 in those 26 races that he did qualify for... First race at the 2000 MBNA 400 at Dover. Last race at the 2017 First Data 500 in Martinsville. Six attempts at the Daytona 500. Six did not qualify for the Daytona 500. Carl Long. You remember that name? I do remember Carl (laughs) Long now. Now, see, that's a a name on the list. It's like that poor guy. His claim to fame for me, I think it was 2000. I want to say 2004 where he flipped at Rockingham. Mm-hmm. he was an independent team owner he flipped at Rockingham, and a lot of people send him donations and money to help out with the team and stuff because that was the only car he had it was just one of those things where he got into body of and flipped i think it was 2004 but i remember that and that's kind of what c- cemented him in my head right there with car along what for that but that was my number three man okay so, so i'm cu- <laughs> i'm curious now <laughs> you worry me so far you're on a on a streak where you're not really calling out bad drivers and those who just sunk you're calling out drivers who at least floated for a while and yeah kept their head above water yeah my list is not that so who's your number three driver Michael Waltrip. <laughs> Michael Waltrip was my first favorite driver, and I'm going to defend this one. I'm going to defend this one. Four, I just, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you his stats. Four career wins, two Daytona 500s, two Daytona 500s. You, you don't even have okay. to block that.
0: I mean, yeah, Daytona, I
2: understand. One Pepsi 400 there at Daytona, and 2003 EA Sports 500. Yes, all our to plate races, all with DEI in that number 15 Napa Chevy. But let me tell you something, a journeyman driver, by. 463 starts, he shouldn't even been in NASCAR and Winston Cup racing until Dale Earnhardt took a shot at him in that expansion DEI team. And he won the first time out there with DEI. The and let me tell you something, Michael Waltrip, though not a champion, two-time Daytona 500 winner, nobody else on my list has won two Daytona 500s. Juan Pablo Montoya never won a <laughs> Daytona 500. And neither has Casey Mears won a Daytona 500. Michael Waltrip won two Daytona 500s. One was rain shortened. I'll give you that. <laughs> but at the same time, Michael Waltrip should not be on that list.
0: I came up with a list that I remembered growing up, and I just, I was, I'm, I'm not I saying I would you. never be, I, I'm not saying I was never a fan of Michael Waltrip. I just didn't think he really cut it for that long Look, in the he, Cup Series. I just, sorry,
2: man. No, he was a good all around driver. I, you know, no, he didn't win any championships, but at the same time, he was a good driver in the Cup Series. And I think he should be – I don't think he's going to be voting in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. Absolutely not. In fact, I don't even think Dale Jr. should have been in the Hall of Fame this year. But that's another topic yeah, another we, day. Yeah, we
0: got really heated about that one before. But today. at the
2: same time, Michael Waltrip, one race is two Daytona 500s, two Super Bowls. It's pretty much like winning two Super Bowls and not winning anything else. Because, again, nobody on my list and nobody thus far on your list besides Michael Waltrip has a Daytona 500 trophy – let alone two Daytona 500 trophies. So that's all I'm saying, man. I think that was a bad call. I think that was a bad call right there.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. I'm still going to leave him on the list, though. I mean,
2: you can leave him on the list <laughs> all you want, but I think
0: that's a poorly executed done, poorly executed list. I just uh, tried to come up with drivers that I remember watching, and I never was. Uh, i Well, not saying that. Not, like I said, I'm not saying I wasn't fond of him. I just didn't think he really cut it in his time in the Cup Series. Yes, two Daytona 500 wins, but. That's huge. It is huge, but the restricted plates.
2: Yeah, the restricted plate races, but he still won two Daytona five hundreds, three times that Daytona total, and a Talladega race.
0: I'll think on it. You
2: won't think on it. <laughs> you won't think on it.
0: <laughs> Matt secretly wants to come across this table and just chuck I'm not gonna No, man, that's your opinion. <laughs> I mean whatever. I mean I pick drivers who just sunk. Yeah, see, well see I when you approached me about the idea, I I couldn't think of anybody that just sunk i kind of took it as oh maybe people that i remember growing up watching so that's what i kind of based mine on
2: see when i say people who's pretty much you couldn't cut it i say those drivers like you know i that's on my list you know not ones who won two daytona 500s but hey it's your list you could do whatever you want preston (laughs) holy cow all right number four for me from emporia Virginia, the older brother of Elliot Sadler, Hermie Sadler.
0: That's a good one.
2: 66 races in 12 years. Attempted 118 races with a did-not-qualify rate of 44%. Mm. 44%. His first race was in the 96 Miller 500 at Dover, and his last race was at the 2018 first out of 500 in Martinsville. Average finish of 35. Wow. So needless to say, Elliot Sadler did a great job. And I prom- I, I tell you, man, if Elliot Sadler is on your list, I'm going to be pretty upset about that. Elliot
0: Sadler on my list? Yeah. Nah.
2: I'm just going to be pretty upset that. about that. But
0: no, Ernie Sadler,
2: just one of those guys who couldn't really get with a good team and get up there with his brother like, you know, maybe Ward Burden and Jeff Burden did and got with decent teams there. Daryl Waltrip and Michael Waltrip, you know, it just didn't really happen like that. And Hermie Sadler made my list as number four, and it's just unfortunate because I think he could have been something big in NASCAR. I think he would have done very well in NASCAR. It's just one of those things where he just didn't do it, man. Just going to get it done. Okay. And that's my number four. <laughs> so who's your number four? I'm, I'm, I'm dying to hear. Are you ready for this one? No, I'm not, but go ahead. <laughs> Robbie Gordon. He's, he's Again, he's got a couple wins yep. on road courses. I think he won in Sonoma. And he definitely won in New Hampshire in 2001 being yep. with Jeff Gordon.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I think his last win was Sonoma or Watkins Glen. It was a real Watkins, Watkins Glen. Mm-hmm. And I think the Richard Childress car, but he wasn't a bad driver.
0: I'm not saying he was a bad driver, just somebody that didn't.
2: I'd have well to weld it in. Yeah. And it's a stock car racing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now why is that? Why is that to you?
0: Why? Well, I just didn't think he did well on the. Oh, it was kind of like. I mean, Montoya did well, like we said, but I just didn't think that Robbie Gordon was somebody that really cut it all the way. Right. I mean, 396 races over 19 years, and his best points finish was 16th, and that was 2003. I just, somebody that, I don't know, didn't really see cutting it. I just, another road course guy who, I'm not going to say just strictly belongs into doing off-roading and all that other stuff, because there's nothing wrong with people coming to NASCAR and giving it a shot at things. Right. I just, somebody that didn't really fare well. I guess I could say. I guess that would be a good word to say, farewell, not all in one word. farewell. I, I, but fare I, I well. understood what you meant there, <laughs> Preston. So, it's okay. I'm having a hard time trying to explain it very well. Just growing up, probably going with just somebody that I just, I always thought never really caught it very well. Right. Well, he, he, And I'm not saying I hate him either. I don't hate no, him. No, no, no.
2: Well, he replaced, he injured Mike Skinner in 2001 yeah. in a Virtual Children's car after Mike Skinner got in the wreck at Chicagoland. Went on to win one race with Richard Childress, which kind of helped him out at the end of the year after the death of Dale Earnhardt. Helped him kind of say, we can keep doing this, move on, after Kevin Harvick just dominated that year in that 29 car. Not dominated, but he ran very decent with the win in Atlanta and win in Chicagoland, ironically enough. But at the same time, does he have a stellar highlight career? No, but he's one of those drivers like a Tony Stewart where he could get in anything and race it. He raced IndyCar, yeah. car. He raced off-road trucks and Mm -hmm. and race nascar and it takes a lot of skill to race anything like that and he just likes to race he doesn't care about the fame and stuff he just wants to go out there and race he's had a few run-ins with drivers throughout the years mainly another individual on your list michael waltrip and i believe the 2005 new hampshire race where he threw the helmet at him Mm -hmm. and he said michael waltrip yeah i can't say it on air
0: (laughs) But at the same time, it
2: was it was really fun watching Robbie Gordon race because he, he had that burning passion to go out there and do the best he can. Maybe not the best equipment, but at the same time, he went out there and didn't care who was in his way. He was going to race the way he wanted to race and go get it. And I can't say that really about any other driver on my list, but I can say that I can make the argument for everybody on your list so far that they've gone out there and at least one. Cup races,
0: yeah, you can,
2: and you can't say that about anybody on my list. Carl Long, uh, gosh, who? <laughs> this poor guy just couldn't hack it. But at the same time, it's your list. Hey, you want to put Robbie Gordon on there, a Indy car driver, a guy who's done a lot of things in this world of auto racing? On there, hey man, that's on you. That's okay. It's quite okay, Preston. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Okay, my fifth and final one was a 2001 Rookie of the Year contender was labeled as the next Jeff Gordon when he was coming up through that Ray Abraham garage. His first race was in the 2000 Chevy Machi Carlo 400, and his last race came in the 2003 Brookyard 400. 75 races in four years. Two did not qualify. His first one coming in his rookie year, in Atlanta, and this last one coming in 2006 at Homestead, Casey Atwood. Ooh, you remember that name? I do remember Casey Atwood. He was he was going to be the next big thing. I remember watching the 2001 Daytona 500, and they said, "This guy knows what he's talking." About. <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about, and he's going to be big things in NASCAR. Watch out, people! He's going to win championships. False. He then went a thing in NASCAR. Average finish of 27 in those two years of racing. By far one of the better qualified guys on my list, but at the same time, just kind of floated away. Casey, he I'd did just kind floated of floated away. Float
0: away. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a good one. That's a, that, that's one of those guys I wish he would have done well. Yeah, I used I had a I got, couple of Casey Atwood diecast cars, little small ones. Yeah, man. Years and years ago,
2: Casey. Who cares, Casey Atwood, man. But he was teammates with Bill Elliott, and that was a big thing. This kid coming in with the veteran, Bill Elliott. These two are going to be an awesome team for Ray Abraham, and they just weren't. They just weren't, especially for the first year of Abraham's Motorsports. They just didn't do well. But that's my list, man. Now, I'm curious. I can't wait to hear your number five. Oh, it's probably <laughs> going to be something like, oh, Richard Petty, he could have won eight championships.
0: No, no, no. 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 Okay. I did debate Kyle Petty okay
2: Cal was had to run there with uh
0: but Cal Kyle, Kyle did these early in the, 90s. Sport.
2: in the early 90s in the early
0: 90s and he kind of I wouldn't say fell off but I debated him and like the likes of like Morgan Shepherd who's just kind of been there
2: but he's one racist but too. he's
0: one racist but that was really on okay so I debated on it a little bit and I went with <laughs> I feel like you're not gonna like this one either Jimmy Spencer what <laughs>
2: I cannot believe you went with Jimmy Spencer. Mr. Excitement.
0: Yes, Mr. Excitement. I understand. My
2: first known rivalry in NASCAR that I can remember was him and Kurt Busch. Mr. Excitement, yep. He was one and races.
0: Two wins and I've in the act- Cup Series. And I
2: actually met his daughter once while she was down here on vacation with her family, and her son wanted to look at the fire engine or fire truck. I think it was a fire it was, it was a truck. It was a tower. And I... Yeah, I said, Yo, where are you guys from? And she said, North Carolina. And I said, oh, I used to live there, you know. And she said, Oh, my dad used to race in NASCAR. But who? It's like, Yo, you probably won't know. we well, try me. And it was Jimmy Spencer. No, no way, Jimmy Spencer. It's you really? Know? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. And and she was kind of embarrassed. I was like, Man, he had a good run with Kurt Busch there for a while. I was like, That really embarrassed our family. Like, really. Wow. Because he hit Kurt Bush, but at the same time, Jimmy Spencer being on that list, what do you got there? Two wins? Two wins, 80 top 10s. In the Cup Series, again, you put everybody in there with wins. My average finish was about 27. And Carl Long didn't even qualify for 74% of the races he raced in. And, and you want to say Jimmy Spencer. I'm here is for a,
0: controversy. I told you.
2: No, you're not. You're not Eric Bischoff. There's no need. <laughs> controversy doesn't
0: create cash here. You're, I I'm not Vince Russo either. You're not, so, <laughs> so I, I, You
2: know, but at the same time,
0: man, I went with picking, guys that I remember racing okay. that I didn't think cut it very well. And well, yes, Jimmy Spencer has two wins. At restrictor plates. I almost put David Reagan on that list, but he, I mean, yeah. he caught a lot of bad breaks too. Well, he's done great. He has done great. Yeah, I met him once. David Reagan's a very nice guy. Don't hate me, David. So yes, Jimmy Spencer, 478 races in the cup series over 18 years. Best finish points wise, 12, yeah. 93. Just somebody else that I thought didn't cut it. I likeable guy. I'm just looking at his career in general. What I grew up right. watching. Didn't really think he cut it very well either. All right, and I almost put Kyle Petty in that list as well because on the back end, you, you said he had a lot of success in the early nineties. I don't remember a whole lot because I was like two, right? But in the early two thousands, it was like Kyle Petty was like, oh man, that guy's really struggling a lot. No, and early missing two- some things. Oh well,
2: yeah, well his son just died. Yeah, Petty Enterprises was going <sighs> through that weird man. transition where they were going to Dodge. Yeah.
0: <sighs> there there was, was a lot, lot going, on. On. Was going on. There was a lot going on there. A lot of matters, but. Yes, that
2: is my top five list. All right, that was my top five, too. Let's see, let's turn it to the guys they are watching the live stream. What, we've got three going on here right now?
0: Stone said he's surprised that Jimmy Johnson didn't make my list. Wow. I was not a big fan of Jimmy Johnson for the longest what time. What are
2: you talking about? Jimmy Johnson was so much fun to watch. This isn't our top five. This is our not top five. Yeah, Jimmy, I know. Jimmy
0: Johnson would have made your list, really? No, no, he wouldn't have. Stone's just trying to stir the pot. Ah, uh. Because I was it. not a big fan of Johnson for the longest time. Got it. So
2: yeah, any other live stream Q and A stuff before we get going here? We need a
0: uh, high low says they think I'm just poking the bear. No, you are. You're one hundred percent poking the bear.
2: You know what you're doing?
0: <laughs> I just read a comment from Brian that said he can't wait he can't wait for me to squint and read these comments <laughs>
2: oh, okay well, we'll fix that again. This is our first yeah. time doing this, and we appreciate everybody's see anything patience on this
0: um, oh hilo said a tables and chairs match is coming up as well, so I don't think it's gonna get that crazy here no it's a, it ha- not yet, but I don't think i hilo says I also don't like guys with sponsors Jakes <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I don't think anybody else has anything else.
2: All right. That was fun. And again, we're just filling time before we start getting ready for speed weeks here. It's going to be a lot of fun coming up. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here and uh, get ready for our final thoughts, but not before this ad read from fanatics and a cute few plugs from the Unhinged Sports network. This is in the marbles and we'll be right back after this. All right, Preston, before I wanted to get into our next segment here, I wanted to remind all the fans out there listening on your regular podcast platform or on the Unhinged Sports Network about our partnership with Fanatics, where you can get all your sports gear's needs ready for the 2021 season. For me, NASCAR, I'm buying some NASCAR t-shirts, hats, and getting ready to go to Daytona and support the teams there, and support NASCAR. But not only just NASCAR, you could get any hockey stuff. I get Washington Capitals gear there all the time.
0: I get. Uh, I just ordered some more Vegas stuff off no, of there. See,
2: you could get anything you need for any team that you want on Fanatics.com. If you head over to our partners tab on in, at InTheMarbles.net, all the way at the bottom, you'll see a link to our Fanatics page, and it'll start you off at NASCAR, but then you could branch off and go anywhere you want. That's in the marbles.net under the partners page for Fanatics and Anything will help out the Unhinged Sports Network. And if you want to listen to the Unhinged Sports Network, you can head over to unhingedsn.com or just click on the Unhinged tab at indomarbles.net and click on the link and it'll take you right there. That's unhingedsn.com. Go check them out. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go, one lap here. All right, final thoughts here of uh, this show, this episode. Uh, Thank you all for sticking around for the live stream. It's been a few kinks to work out i I dare say but it's going to be a lot of fun if you want to more info on that we'll we'll tell you about it here at the end of the show and how you could be a definite part of that live stream and uh for future episodes here and uh, q and a's and comment and stuff we've been having a lot of fun with brian stone and jim from the unhinged sports network what's so funny
0: when you mentioned pioneer during the break (laughs) jim just put christopher columbus
2: no close (laughs) <laughs> this isn't a Spanish driver. This is a total, totally an American driver here. I nope. love it. No, nope. that's I mean, great. Close, Jim. Close. close. <laughs> but this live stream might be around. It, it adds a sense of oh, this is fun and good interaction yeah. with people during the show. Imagine
0: if we had like a lot of people interacting at some point in the future. In the future, in the future you got to start off small and work your way in the there, man.
2: But uh, I'm going to start off with the driver of the week because this is a good one for me. Okay. And, and like I said, this is a pioneer in the sports His name is Richard Linder. Richard Linder. Richard Linder, never
0: heard of that name. Born
2: in night, born in April sixth, nineteen twenty-three. Died April nineteenth, nineteen fifty-nine, at the age of thirty-six. I'll tell you that in, in twenty-eight races over five years' career in the NASCAR Cup Series, the premier series at the time, his first race came in nineteen forty-nine, race number four, at Langhorne. His last race came in race number six in nineteen fifty-six, at Daytona beach course the three mile road course and beach course yes before the Daytona International Speedway was built his first win in the 1950 race 11 at Dayton and his last win came in 1950 as well and race 16 at Vernon wow he died during the a USAC champ car event in at Trenton Speedway when avoiding a crash, he went through the guardrail, which we've talked about guardrails a lot here. Yes, we have. This is 1950s technology that they're still using for Formula 1 and rolled, causing his neck to break there in 1959. Richard Linder, your driver of the week this week here at In the Marbles and Preston. Yes. What is our speedway highlight or lost speedway for this week here at in the marbles again we couldn't find any this week in nascar because nothing goes on during the off season but we soon will remedy that
0: our lost speedway which i didn't really know a whole lot about this speedway either i came across it not long ago texas world speedway texas world speedway yes. okay built in 1969 and one of only eight super speedways of two miles or greater in the united states oh yeah So, located in College Station, Texas. Oh, that's right by the Texas A&M. Yep. Broke ground in 1967, opened in 69, and closed in 2017. Oh, bummer. Two courses, two tracks. So, you have an oval, all asphalt, two miles in length, four turns, and then the road course is 2.9 miles, 15 turns. Oh, wow. Interesting fact about this one. Texas World Speedway is an exact copy of, of Michigan International Speedway,
2: interesting,
0: and part of Larry Low American Raceways Incorporated. Wow, which operated a part of Riverside International Raceway, Trenton Speedway, and Atlanta Raceway until ARI went bankrupt in 1971. So yeah, uh, Texas World Speedway. I have to scroll down because there's just a lot here. It looks like there was only one, two, three, four, five, six, eight NASCAR races. Oh wow, okay. at Texas World Speedway. So. It kind of 69, 71, 72, 73, 79, 80, and then 81. Some of the famous people in NASCAR that have won at Texas World Speedway, Richard Petty, uh, Buddy Baker, Darrell Waltrip, Kelly Arbro, Benny Parsons. Wow,
2: Benny Parsons. 1981
0: Budweiser NASCAR 400. Wow. I was trying to look for a picture of it again because it's really cool if you look it up. I mean, it's a huge place. Right. And last I checked, they were dumping cars from some hurricane. I, can't, I think it was Hurricane Harvey. There was a lot of cars that just got sent there, I guess, that were destroyed. But, yeah, I saw a picture of Texas World Speedway. I was like, that is a huge track.
2: It's got to be two miles. It's exact replica of Michigan.
0: Yeah. So uh, interesting to know that. I thought that uh, a little interesting tidbit that's an exact copy of Michigan International Speedway. That was very interesting.
2: I didn't know there was an exact copy. I thought the closest was California Speedway. Yeah.
0: Did not uh, realize that either, but that's pretty cool. Texas World Speedway. Okay. It would be interesting to see what the NASCAR Cup Series would have looked like racing on that. It would have been. Texas World Speedway. At I just least, like the
2: name of that, Texas least, World Speedway. At least the Xfinity Series yeah. or the Truck Series. That would have been a lot of fun. But.
0: I'm kind of liking the segment of coming across tracks that are just... I guess you could say lost or defunct, maybe.
2: Yeah, just one of those places where history happened Yeah, that nobody talks about it anymore, nobody exactly. thinks about it anymore because they've been just forgotten 20, 30 years in the past. Mm-hmm. Maybe even further.
0: One of only eight super speedways of two miles or greater in length in the U.S. Wow. Of eight?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know Daytona, Talladega. Uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis.
0: California Auto yep. Club. Michigan. All- Michigan. Ontario, California, which I think is another defunct one as well.
2: That might be next week's highlight.
0: Mm-hmm. Might be as well. Man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: It's crazy. Well, good job, man. Uh thanks. Well we'll go ahead and uh again, thank you for everybody who showed up for our first stream. We've we've kept a consistent two or three for the majority of the time.
0: Stone says that Texas world speedway is directly across the freeway from Santa's wonderland.
2: Okay. Well, good landmark for those of Whatever. you. Interesting. You want to go there and check it out one day. That's interesting. <sighs> I didn't know that. Well, thanks Brian for that tidbit. And this is what's good about this. People can comment and look at the show and say, Hey, this is, this is a good way, a good way for us to interact with the fans in the future. And we hope to do it more. So in the future, again, this is our first time doing this. So bear with us. Again, Matt Camp, who became a Patreon of us, kind of pushed this to us. And we should have set up for this, but this is part of his perk for a tier. And if you want this all the time, go to our Patreon page and look at the tiers. And, hey, contribute a little to the show. You could get the live stream stuff. If not, win in the Marbles 2.0, and you'll get it for free. Mm-hmm. So Maples will get it for free, along with Matt Camp camp and they can watch the show and comment on us and q and a us and we maybe do some q and a segments here in the future with it but it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a fun little trial and error thing throughout the next couple of weeks i dare say before we get to daytona and then after that we'll i think it'll be normal operating procedure to go live and do this man
0: oh yeah i can't wait for the uh the season to start yeah in general
2: again this is gonna be uh um, one of those things where it's just growing pains right now a lot of fun but uh yeah, if you make sure, and I got to say this, folks, sign up for In the Marbles 2.0. It yeah. literally costs nothing to do. You can find it at indemarbles.net. On the tab off top, it say In the Marbles 2.0. That is our fantasy NASCAR league. Free to sign up. The link will take you right to NASCAR.com. You make a profile, join In the Marbles 2.0. We got 12 right now.
0: I think Jim joined too,
2: and, or 13. And, and go ahead and join. It's free to join. Mm hmm. And what do you got to lose? And what do you got to gain? One it's day a lot of, It's definitely a lot of fun. One day we're going to have a cup here that says, In the Marbles 2.0 Past Champions. And your name might be on the cup. That's right. And you get a chance to win money. We gave away a $100 Amazon gift card yep. last year. This year, we don't know yet. But it's to be determined. And we'll definitely get that information to you. But make sure to go sign up for that because it's a lot of fun. Oh, definitely a lot of fun. Get a little bit of... You know, hey, I interaction with other in the Marvel fans and
0: Maples would always text me every week saying, Hey, I finished ahead of you this week and i am just be like, ah, Whatever.
2: Yeah, he, he sometimes beat me. Sometimes I beat him.
0: <laughs> sometimes I beat Maples. So yeah, it's a, it was a lot of fun. It, I'm excited. It, it,
2: yeah, heard, new season. I'm excited for this season three. We're doing new things. It's a lot of fun. Unhid Sports Network is going places. It's, it's,
0: and even it's, if you don't get in right before the season starts, you can always join a couple races. And we had people, a couple people do that. We, we had a lot of people do that. But at the
2: same time, they were way behind in the points starting off. You want to join right away. Right. And get those points from Daytona all the way to Phoenix and do that. Oh, and I must say this. BK Racing 57. Kyle Summers. Mm-hmm. That we've had on the show a couple times here. Just landed uh, another a new sponsor. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> oh man, Maples is really ripping me now. He
2: has the right to say that. He he,
0: he talks. Matt. <laughs> he, he won the. Naples <laughs> says I need re- to wear a bag over my head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, BK Racing fifty seven and Kyle Summers, a good fan of the and a good friend though the in the marbles just signed Remax.
0: Uh, the um the
2: Realty Group.
0: Realty Group. Why hey. did you say you said um
2: the one with the balloon? I said yeah. the one with the balloon, but at the same time. That's big for him going into the VORX Touring Car
0: Series coming yeah.
2: up here this year. His first race is going to be, I believe, in, in Florida somewhere. It's going to be somewhere in Florida. We'll make sure to keep everybody up to date on that. Good for him because, on top of that, he's in Pensacola. It's going to be at Five Flag Speedway there in Pensacola. Okay. Saturday, February 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Pensacola 200. You know, he's got Dairy Cream, he's got Remax, he's got a lot of sponsors coming on board with him, so it means a lot of people believe in him. So best of luck to Kyle Summers here, coming up here. It's going to be a lot of fun watching that. I'm definitely going to stream it and maybe try to make it to a race or two.
0: That would be pretty cool to go to. That
2: would be pretty cool to go to. But Preston, do you have anything else before you start wrapping it up here uh, this week or this episode?
0: Nothing else.
2: Nothing else, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing.
2: Well, you definitely ha- gave us an interesting list to go on. You did. Definitely- I did we'll we'll see in the next few days how people respond to that but uh, again i want to thank everybody who signed up for or, or is viewing us live streaming right now it's been a lot of fun it, like i said a few kinks to work out it's going to be just one of those things where we just have to work out the kinks only select people will get it and some people won't but it's going to be a lot of fun either way
0: i see a future in it that's for sure yeah, i
2: see i see this going places again it, Work out the kinks just like everything else in the show. Everything we try new, we have to iron out the kinks, but it's going to be a lot of fun here coming up here.
0: Maybe we should, like, live stream the idea when we were talking about doing the video where we re- reacted to the NASCAR commercials. We should do it as a live stream. Yeah, well, You get the best reactions like that.
2: Yeah, again, we'll get there. We'll get there. We got more stuff playing on the horizon here from In the Marbles to help out with content. But Preston, if you got nothing else, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this show here. I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at In The Marbles. I wanted to give a special shout out to all of our partners, Dr. Squatch, Soaps, Flag and Anthem, Stand Up to Cancer, Fubo, and Fanax for all they do not only for In The Marbles but for the Unhinged Sports Network. Make sure to follow In The Marbles on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Special shout out to Matt Camp, our new Patreon for In The Marbles. And just head over to endmarbles.net to sign up for In Marbles 2.0, our newsletter, and all of our social media links. For Press and Lude. I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for tuning in to us this week. Stay safe and have a good rest of the week.
1: Hi, I'm Maria.